Hello, my name is Michelle Abraham, and I am here on the Dynamic Women podcast today doing a takeover for Diane Wilson. It is the fourth year anniversary of this podcast, and I had the huge honor of launching this podcast with Diane four years ago, and I am going to take over and ask her some of the hard questions on the other side of the microphone today, so stay tuned. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Dynamic Woman and welcome to the Dynamic Woman podcast. I am Diane Rolston, your host. And today, yes, it's a takeover. Michelle Abraham, my good friend, the her and her company Amplify You launched this podcast four years ago. And and I'm just gonna put it in her hands because I completely trust her. So go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> I hope you're nervous. No, just kidding. I'm gonna be no. nice. <laughs> not at all well, not at all first of all first of all you guys for those of you that are listening to this podcast and have been listening for a long time did you know that 85 percent of podcasters don't make it past episode 20 so to be wow. celebrating diane's fourth year anniversary with this podcast not only is just a little bit cool but it is a massive huge celebration to your success of dedication and commitment to this show wow. and to this audience so huge congrats to you Thank you. Yeah, it's crazy when when I see the numbers because we just did our 200th episode and then uh, so this is I think 209 this one's going to be and to be doing that consistently every single week. That's that's wild. Yeah. So I want to dive in and ask you like what okay. has been your motivation and driver for consistently publishing because this is something that people could easily brush off and be like ah no one's listening I'm not going to do it today but like what you have not missed weeks this is something that you've stayed committed to and dedicated to you for 4 years. So what is yeah. the driver of that? Well, I know that this is something that is good for my business and the idea though of if I had to go live every single week at the same time, I think that's what really would have inhibited me. But being able to pre-record episodes and also to know that the podcast is not just the podcast. So the podcast is part of our content creation. And so because I know that there's more than just creating the content for this, that it, it lives on on social media and the blog and other places, it is worthwhile because it's not just, oh, I'm putting out a podcast and, you know, I haven't heard from my listeners in a while, or we haven't got a review in a while, or we haven't gotten a word in a while. And this sucks. It's just, it's part of a rhythm of what I do. And it's been, you know, not every week I want to make one. And I, last minute, I'm trying to fix myself up and be camera ready for the YouTube version of it. But I know that I've gone this far. I like, I don't want to, I don't want to miss out now. I love that so much. And just that commitment is huge. I know when I was first listening to podcasts, I consumed all of an episode, all of a, all of a show's hundred episodes. And I was waiting for that next one to come out. And <laughs> I know if that podcaster hadn't put one out, I would have been pretty upset. So, you know, just your dedication to your listeners is huge. And, you know, I'd love to kind of turn the table on like, how have, how has podcasting 
changed you as a person and into your business. So at Amplify You, we have something called Evolving Out Loud, which is something that tends to happen when you turn on the microphone and someone gets that. I always use your words, that clarity and confidence yeah. <laughs> comes through the microphone. So how has podcasting transformed you and helped you evolve out loud? Yeah, that's a really good question. I haven't actually thought or reflected much about how it has. I'd almost say that what I've realized is and I kind of knew this before, but this really locked it in. I love teaching and educating. And so when I reflect back on my episodes, they're usually, here are the five ways, here's the process to, here are the benefits of, there's always the learning in it. But where it's kind of pushed me a little bit is when I'm with my clients in my group coaching sessions or running a dynamic women event, I'm very transparent. I sometimes overshare, but not too much, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm real about things. And I feel like I've done that on the podcast that I've been real there. There's been episodes where I was trying not to choke up, uh, that I was quite emotional and my voice was cracking. I had to like pause the recording because I, I just wouldn't be heard. And so well, in the past, I've seen, okay, yeah, I've been doing a lot of training where I'd really like to go. And I think it was, which is more so the traditional sense of podcasting is a little bit more storytelling and a little bit more just personal thoughts. And so that might be how I, how I evolve in the next four years. Yeah, I can definitely look back at a lot of your episodes and see the titles of them. And like, I can feel that your passion for teaching and, and training mm -hmm. and knowing you as a person too. I know that like, that lights you up, that training <laughs> and being vulnerable and sharing some of your story over the last few years, I know has been an integral part of the success of this podcast too. People come to hear you and they mm -hmm. want to want to hear you and they want to hear more of you which is why I'm excited to be here today because I get to ask you some questions that you probably wouldn't have just shared on a podcast all by no. itself, right? So, <laughs> which is super fun. So I'm curious, yeah. you know, without, you shared a little bit about like that evolving out loud piece. How has, so for those that maybe have been listening for a long time, know that you're a mom, you're an entrepreneur, you have two kids, you have a family, you travel, you do it. We, we travel lots together, all these fun yeah. uh, masterminds and adventures and things like that. Um, what else about your business and your life do you want your listeners to kind of like know and get a sneak peek into what's the day in Diane's life really like? Yeah, day in my life. It's actually me spending a lot of time by myself, which is funny because I'm quite gregarious and and when I put myself online and you see images of me, it's me with people and groups and leading and speaking and doing all that. But my day is a lot of like one-on-one -on -one work with my clients. And so, yeah, it's over, over Zoom, like, like we are right now and working with my clients behind the scenes as well, because the VA Made Easy program, which is where I hire virtual assistants from the Philippines and I connect them with my clients. That has just, that's taken off, you know, and we're, we're going to be soon at 40 clients and 18 VAs and we're looking to hire again. And it's, it's me on WhatsApp in the background, right? Managing people and connecting people. And I've moved since COVID. I've really shifted to doing more online work and more online group sessions and virtual coaching and a lot of the like virtual presentations as well. So it's funny how things have changed. And when I'm talking on a podcast, it's like me and my, my relationship with that one person that's got their ear earbuds in. 
And a lot of times in my work, when I am working, it's, it's with a group of people and it's two ways where the podcast is one way. And I, I know the person's listening, but I always try to like, I like, I want to hear what they have to say. I want to hear, and I don't always hear that. Yeah. yeah it would be nice to get that feedback from your audience. <laughs> um, because sometimes you're like, hello, is anyone listening to this podcast? And we know people yeah. listen to your podcast because for your listeners that may not even know this, that you're a podcast out of 3 million podcasts in the world is in the top 3%. So that's 3% of all podcasts out there. And you've won some awards for podcasts. You've yeah. also been the top mom out of the top 50 moms in podcasting ranked by podcast magazine and yeah. there's a few other awards there too do you want to share yeah. i know it's hard to brag on ourselves so i'm going to do it for you and then i want to know there's a few other amazing awards in there too yeah, yeah. thank you i uh and i when i say we I, I think we as in like you and your team launched the podcast four years ago so grateful it was it should have been a five-year anniversary right now because I sat on it for a year <laughs> because I didn't see the big picture of it as to what I was saying before about it it's it's a, an initial piece of anchor content for more and so I, I say we because of you your team those who are publishing and managing the podcast and such and also my team now my two Filipino VAs who support me in running my whole business and so we've won awards and so you get a piece of that too. Yeah, we've won three awards from Podcast Magazine for being in the top 50 moms in podcasting or maybe women, is it, or moms, moms. I think we went from 17 to maybe 13 to number three. So that was pretty exciting over the past three years. And then we also won, and I, I forget who gave it to us, which is really bad. I should have had that. I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the notes. <laughs> but we got a number one ranking for women in business. I think it was good pods. Was it? That's a, I think so. Yeah. And I'll have to check. I'll have to check. I remember you got an award from good pods at some point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe that's the other one. And then I got another one. So yeah, there's five that we've won just for the podcast, which is humbling. And, you know, you talking about being in the top 3%, it's so crazy because I don't hear a lot from the listeners and I don't, I don't necessarily know like there's no immediate response from people, but I know there's a guy in the CAPS community, Canadian Association of Professional Speakers that we're both a part of. And he's been in his, you know, he's kind of on the end probably of his career. He's extremely successful, garners very high rates for when he works with companies. And he's been listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he'll say to me, uh, when I see him at different events, he'll say, oh, yeah, so your, you know, your last podcast was about this. And it's funny to get his feedback because he's like, wow, you were really giving it to people. I guess I was just super passionate and, and telling people, kind of persuading them. And so it was interesting to have that feedback and then to go, wow, okay, here's this guy who's... I'd say, you know, 20 years, my senior, 20 years ahead of me in business, but probably 10 times as successful as me and a guy listening to dynamic one podcast. So when I, when I hear that, I'm like, okay, if, if he's listening, then how many other actual like women are listening? Yeah, well, you're clearly making an impact in the lives of your listeners. And, you know, I think there's something that's been coming up in conversation a lot lately. And, you know, I've seen your business, uh, you know, change and shift and grow into like your VA Made Easy program, which is amazing. Yeah. You started with the Dynamic Women community. And I remember when you were starting that community. 
And one thing that I think has been a relevant conversation lately, and I just came back from a women's retreat, so maybe this is why this is in my brain, <laughs> but, um, you know, being aligned with your messaging and being really aligned with what you're doing in the world to keep yourself going and keep it, keep it fun and keep it refreshed. And in podcasting, you know, sometimes I think why some people let their podcast go because they're afraid to keep it, they're afraid that it's no longer in alignment with them anymore and, yeah. and not afraid to pivot and shift and you've done this a few times in your career since I've known you and I wonder if you can like take us back to the story where um your friend said to you Diane you've lost your sparkle because I think that story is one of my favorite stories about you and your resilience I think that will really serve the audience especially today thank you thank you and I so I was working in a let's call it a corporate job um I was quite high up on paper my life was perfect I was engaged to be married I had a great job that every three months I got eight paid days vacation. I was in charge of my own time. I was doing curriculum development, training, hiring. It was, it was great. I was using all the skills that I had and I was respected and I was trusted and I was playing rugby and all these great things were happening in my life. But it was like, I'd come home from work and I'd be exhausted and I'd reach for the wine and the nachos or whatever junk food. And I was like, is this just what getting closer to 30 looks like? Cause I'm not like, I'm, I'm not happy, but I should be happy. Cause I'm, I'm happy on paper and I don't understand. And, and so it wasn't until at work, one of my friends, you know, you become friends with your work friends. I became really close to her. She was, uh, she was my maid of honor for the, my wedding coming up. And she pulled me into to one of the rooms and she said, Diane, what's going on? You've lost your spark. And I was just stunned because it was like, you can, you can see that. And she's like, I can see it. And I thought I'd probably like, I was pulling the wool over people's eyes because there was nothing specific that was making me unhappy. And there was nothing specific that you'd look at me and think, oh yeah, no wonder she's sad or, or not, not feeling herself or has no sparkle. Right. It, it was the opposite. I was like, how could I ever complain about my life? Everything, everything looks good, but there was an emptiness and there was something missing and I didn't know what it was, but to have that friend call me out and call me out in a loving way, right. And to speak the truth about what was there. And so I immediately burst out crying and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me, you know, and I went on a journey from there, right. Hiring a life coach, realizing my values weren't aligned with my company still kind of feeling that, well, then what, what should I be when I grow up kind of idea? I haven't found it. And then realizing that, so my values weren't aligned and because my values weren't aligned, it was taking more energy for me to be where I was. And once I realized that and flipped it and, and looked at all my whole life, because we use the wheel of life in coaching and, oh, wow, I could, if I'm, they're not getting honored here, I could be, have them be honored in this other area of my life. And eventually I decided that I needed to transition because being there wasn't going to serve me. The company's values were so different and they were money centered where I was results for our clients centered. And me, me pushing that meant it went against them making more money and they didn't like that very much. And I knew they wouldn't change and I didn't like it. So uh, that's when I went into coaching. So I actually was pregnant doing my coaching certification and working full time. And I became a coach three weeks, like I was certified three weeks before I gave birth to my first child, who's now 11. 
So that was a wild time, but you know, I've had other times in my life where I've lost my spark and you know, like the most recent, it was probably since 2019, I haven't felt myself. And so at that time I've been in business like 10 years and you get that to that point where it's like, okay, well, maybe something needs to change. And so you were saying about the, the amount of years of doing the podcast and, and sticking with it. I don't think you have to stick with things if they're not working as I didn't that career, but you have to stick if you're sticking with your values. And so I think that's one of the things that I'm guessing we did in, in our immediate launch of, of the podcast was, can we, how can we choose something that's timeless for me? Something that I'm so strongly believing in. It's not connected to a target market. It's not connected to a specific result I'm giving my listeners. But dynamic women, like that's something I'm always going to be passionate about. And so you actually witnessed the moment that I realized the new spark because I was trying to figure it out. It was over dinner in Vegas with a whole bunch of uh, people that were in our mastermind together. And I said to people like, you just got to implement what the coach says. And they're like, how do you do that? And I was just pouring into them how I use a virtual, my virtual assistants and how to hire them and how to delegate and how to train and all this. And I didn't really get to eat, but I... <laughs> yeah, but I saw your side smile. You gave me a side smile because you weren't, there was like 12 of us, right? You weren't involved in our conversation, but I saw the side smile and I was like, she's got something she wants to tell me, but now's not the time. So in the Uber ride back and in the hotel, I said, what was the side smile for? And you said, like, you were just on fire. Like your spark is back. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. And I was like, but I don't want to do another program about virtual assistants. I'm so busy. And then you said, yeah, but Diane, this, this supports the work you do with your clients. Mm -hmm. So you tell your life coaching clients, balance your life. And you tell your business clients, like build your business and do these strategies, but they don't have the time or the knowledge, especially not the tech experience to get all this stuff done. So this makes sense. So those are two of the kind of spark finding stories. And what I appreciate is having my friend Roz the first time, this is I get emotional. And having you to be able to say like this is where you need to be mm-hmm. so I I love you for that I love her for that and I, I just want our the listeners to know see here's the realness coming out right well I was real before but I'm just letting it out um <laughs> I attention of that story but yes <laughs> no but it comes because I'm just so grateful right and so for my clients I tell them I'm going to tell you when you have broccoli in your teeth, right? I'm going to call you out because better that you bring your mess to me and we work through it and we clear it out so you can go be magnificent out there, right? And so many women and men too, but I worked like 80% of the people I work with are women. They are potentially hiding the feelings that they're really having or their struggles, right? And so... That's what I hope also comes out through the podcast. And I've gone all over the place in this answer. <laughs> but, uh, that, that's what I hope in the podcast is that they go, okay, cool. Yeah, Diane's not perfect and polished. And here are some steps that I can take to kind of get to that place that I want to be in. Absolutely. I think you're a perfect model for how like you can't be so committed to one idea or one thing that you can't lose your, lose your spark and lose yourself over yes. it. And have the courage to kind of redefine what that is for you and redefine success is to you and not have to look like on social media, everything is perfect all the time. 
gives everyone a false sense that everyone's doing much better than they are but you've given yes. this space and this room for people to come and really you know check in and and realign themselves and the dynamic community has always been like a dynamic women's always been like the the biggest part of your heart that you have such a, a spot for and that will never change and I yeah. think like so so cool to see the way that it's evolved in in a community as a community and you've grown as the leader of this community and that's never going to change because that's something that's so important to you yeah so just like wow like just to model that to the listeners I think is huge because sometimes people don't necessarily know the story behind the story as to why this is yeah well and that's where I've always been someone who like in grade school I was always the one that was sat beside the bullied kid, the new kid, the ESL kid, the kid that couldn't keep up with the class. And I was there not just to teach them in a different way or to just teach them, you know, give them that extra help, but also to have them feel like a sense of belonging in the classroom and also to be able to build their confidence. So I've always been that one in the classroom, on the sports field, wherever we are. And it's really funny because I've held events with hundreds of people and I'm still the one that runs over to the person that looks like they're standing by themselves and brings them into the mix. And I've had my, my team, my business advisor say, that can't be you. It has to be your people because you're like the head of everything. And so you can't always be the one bringing people in, but my heart always is thinking about them. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I want every, every person out there to feel as great as everyone else thinks they are. And I don't think there's enough of that in the world. Ooh, that's a really good, really good one. Can you say that one again? You want everyone else to feel as good as other people see them. Good as and sometimes people. they don't know that other people see them well, or maybe they're in a bad situation where other people are actually putting them down. So I remember doing a guided meditation as a coach because, you know, I was coached and then I went, oh, I want to, I think I want to do this. And my coach went, finally, you're telling me. <laughs> So she knew for a while that it was going to be a fit, but we did this guided meditation or visualization and I met my future self and my future self gave me a gift. So I was to put my hand out and then this little box was placed in my hands and I was like, oh, that's a cute little box. And I went to take it and then the box disappeared. And I was like, what the hell? Like, you're going to give, give me a gift, give me a gift. And then I looked down and there was a key in my hands and I was like, a key that's weird and I went to grab it and the key disappeared and I was like come on and then I looked at my future self a little bit mad and she said Diane you're the key you're the key that unlocks the greatness in others and if I could have dropped a mic I would have I was like holy cow holy cow and that's that's really what I feel like has been like imprinted on my soul that I'm to do that kind of work mm -hmm. absolutely and I've been witness to you doing that kind of work for over 10 years now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been amazing uh, to watch your journey and to watch your business grow and to you grow and you grow a team and you grow a family. So Diane has two kids, a boy and a girl who are very similar age to my kids. We've gone yeah. on family vacations together. We've had family trips together and it's been so cool just to see you just grow over the last 10 years. But you've always maintained this like, unlocking greatness in others mm. and having a community and a container for women to be seen and heard in. And I think uh, this podcast models that and, and the incredible leader that you are. Aww, thanks. Yeah. And that's why I believe it's my, 
my responsibility and my privilege to every other episode give the spotlight to another woman, right? And to have to have them be highlighted and focused on and for me to share on my platform with this whatever top 3% five time award winning, right? It's my my responsibility to share their stories because I keep hearing amazing stories and expertise that I don't have, but I can bring that to my people and I can give them that chance. It's just like with the dynamic uh, secrets, dynamic women's secrets books to have someone for the very first time, or even for the 10th time to see their work published Mm -hmm. and to have that carried on. And then to see the sparks that come from that and like, Oh, I'm going to write my own book now, or I'm going to go be a speaker now, or I'm going to have my own podcast now. Like, that's amazing. That's when I feel like a proud mom, even though some of them are older than me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And Diane doesn't know this yet, but how I wanted to end the end this podcast takeover today, in which I gratefully thank you for allowing me to showcase you behind the other side of the mic on this episode. I would love to challenge the listeners that are listening today to send Diane some love. Tell her what you loved about your your her episodes. What's your favorite episode? Give her some feedback because that is something. Give her some love, some ratings, a review. Those are some things that podcasters don't necessarily hear enough of it it's like sometimes we want to know what was the impact that this podcast has had on your life so what's the impact that we've this podcast has and how has it changed you as a person and as a listener so that is my challenge for you guys listening today on this four-year anniversary and again diana huge congratulations four years of podcasting is incredible thank you so much michelle and when my my team said like what's happening for your your four-year anniversary i was like I think I'd like Michelle to come and interview me because it wasn't, if it wasn't for your poking and prodding in a loving, respectful way (laughs) of like, you need to get your show going. We wouldn't be here today. Right. And you just continue to pour into me your knowledge and to all your podcasters, right. You pour into your knowledge and your expertise around podcasting. And and I really appreciate how you continue to, to dive into being even more of a master at this industry. So I couldn't have anyone else interview me, but you. Well, thank you. And I only do this so that you can get your voice out there in a bigger, better way. Cause yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me as a guest podcast host today. It's been so much fun. Let's do it again at your five-year anniversary. <laughs> it's a date. It's a date. And for any of you that are listening that are like, I think I need to get my message out there. We'll make sure that Michelle's information and all about Amplify You is in the notes so that you can reach out to her and get your show going. And then when you have one of your anniversaries, you can share that with me. And if you are going to take Michelle up on your on her challenge of giving me some feedback and you do do it as a review, please send me a screenshot or send it to my team at the email address team at dianerolson.com and make sure that you also give us your mailing address because I would love to send you a little something special in the mail. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe, share this with a friend for someone that you want to get to know better. And until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, 
head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.